It's the Heart of a Fighter show. Thanks for listening. It's Friday. It's the 31st of August right now. Yeah, a day that hip-hop lovers will enjoy. Guys, today, let's talk rap. It's Eminem. It's a new album. It's one you gotta cop if you love hip-hop, right? It's just one you gotta listen to. Kamikaze. It comes out of left field, and thank God, because it's a return to form. And not only that, it's a return to 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 hip-hop culture, right, that we love, that we miss, that we need. We need it. You know, I was listening, guys, to Rev... Uh, not Rev Run, his boy, DMC. I was listening to DMC. I was listening to DMC on YouTube. There's a channel where DMC of Run DMC breaks down modern-day hip-hop. And I understand that a lot of you that are listening are maybe in their 20s, in your 20s. You know, this is how the podcast landscape is. And it let me... I'm sure what the 20-year-olds might be thinking about hip-hop is that there's a lot of cranky old fucks telling you that you don't appreciate what came before and that your brand of hip-hop simply isn't good enough. And what a way to sound like a cantankerous, cantankerous old asshole is by calling out a young generation tasked with propagating an art form by telling them that their interpretation of it sucks balls. But allow me to say this. What we have discovered is hip-hop is something entirely different. And such is the uh, the kind of life span of all art forms. But I'm watching DMC and he breaks down hip-hop so beautifully and what's happened to it. If you don't know who he is, it's Run DMC. If you don't know that, I don't know why you're listening. But he talks about trap as being the new version of disco. Right? And he said one minute everybody was all in. It was decadence. It was subversion. It was glamour. It was... Um, uh, it was effeminate. It was demasculinized. All these things. And then the next minute, everybody fucking hated it. And it sucked balls. And he says the same thing's going to happen to trap shit. At least the way it's forming. He reckons that trap shit is what disco is to funk back in the day. And it was a very astute, erudite kind of observation. I was very like blown away by it. By his observations, whether or not he's right. Um, it, the, the correlation is there. Which brings us to the 31st of August, 2018. And a man who's determined to prove DMC right. So this is a 13-track album, and I'm going to give you my first impressions. Holy shit, he did it again, right out of the gate. The first one's called The Ringer. And at first I thought it's a ringer, like a professional playing amongst amateurs. Maybe that's what it is, too. But he's talking about media, people putting them through the ringer. Now, why would anybody want to put one of the greatest rappers ever through the ringer? Because his last album was a piece of fucking shit. Right? It was a piece of garbage. It was terrible. And it wasn't even close to something that he, his standards. 
It was a um I'm trying to think of the worst car that a line of cars put out. It was like the 2002 BMW in 1980 of cars or the 1985 uh, Mustang. 1982 Mustang maybe of Mustangs. It was terrible. It was it was heartbreaking for me to listen to because it was no, there was nothing redeeming on it, right? Uh, he had an album, I believe it's called like Recovery. That was so far away. It was when he was coming back onto the scene after his drug shit, and he was talking a lot about it, and he was very subdued. And this comes off the heels, of course, of the BET cipher too. That last album, uh, the last album came off the heels of that one, and it his cipher was amazing. I thought a lot of people maybe didn't think it. A lot of older folks may not understand it so much, but I thought it was amazing. Here's a guy that's uh, puts on what we're talking about as a masterclass in hip hop in ciphering, because that's the world he comes from, the battle rap world, and he puts on a. F- that's why the battle rappers love this guy. That's why the mainstream can love this guy. We'll talk about that later, and that's why he steady stays underground, where all the best music and the best hip hop is. Trap is diverse is not that at all, right? And that's where a lot of these old heads kind of can point and waggle their fingers. The point is, it's a return to form. And right off the gate, it's Ringer. He's going in on people. His flow is back because his last album was so bad. The track Believe on that album was really the only believable Eminem story, and that shit knocked, right? It was about being from the bottom and how that's no excuse. He rapped over a steady beat with a nice drum line with, some, with a little chorus hook of, of a choiry, angelic thing in the background. It was killer. But the rest of the album was fucking terrible, and the reason that this one is so magic and that one was so awful is two things, Right? Guys, you know how we do. I go general thoughts. I go topical shit and best personalized lyric. Then I bring the whole thing together the way it stands out in all of hip-hop. And then I close with the overall best lyric. Here we go. The reason this album knocks so heavy and breaks your fucking neck is because the production is there. The production is back, right? And I don't know who produces his songs on the album, nor will I look it up because I don't give a shit. All I know is two things, that the young cats today have amazing fucking beats, right? I know that much. The trap beats are fucking off the hook. I know that. And the other thing that I know is that when the beats are done well, Eminem smashes them. So who actually does these things? I feel like the cream rises to the top with regards to producing. The best producers, I'll know who they are. Good fans will know who they're at, who they are because they'll rise to the top. This album benefits from having high value production. You hear his words. He scrambles the beat. And shreds the fuck out of it. It's fire. Because he feels... It feels like people came to him and he collabed over it. Now, 
Why didn't he do that for his last album? Well, this goes a little bit... We can save this for the meta-analysis, but I'll talk a little bit about it now. A lot of it has to do with what I think is Eminem's desire to be not relevant in the public eye because he never really cared about that. He says it over and over, and on every album it's kind of his thing. But what makes this one kind of better than Believe... Is that album, or not believe, but the last album, uh, Revival, 2017, that one was a recall, I think, or a throwback to recovery, where he's kind of trying to do what he wants to do instead of what people expect him to do. At his core, this dude is still an artist. He's still a rap dude. He's still a fucking a hoodie rapper. I don't want to say he's a backpacker, but he's still a cypher battle rapper. And he wants to represent that in his song still. He's unafraid to kind of express what he wants to do and still wants to do hip-hop, but he wants you to lower your expectations. Problem is... That shit had no energy behind it. And so that might make a decent effort for somebody who's maybe in the middle of their career looking for a little bit of cash. Maybe like the heavyweight champ coming out of retirement after four years of eating and going to 300 pounds. Coming back in the ring and just doing it for a strong payday. Well, we all know that Eminem is kind of above that. Anything this dude puts out, he wants to at least fucking show off something new, be linguistic, and be artistic. Heavy in it for artistry. He's always in it for aggrandizing his own talent and artistry. He's progressive with hip-hop. He's poetic all the time, and you saw that in the BET cipher. Never forget that this dude at his core is still a battle rapper. He's a guy who came up in Detroit in the ciphers, and that is what he wanted to go back to. He gets back to it here. But he also gives us what we need, which is that flame, fire, spit, cut your head off shit that I do enjoy when it comes from guys like Hobson, like Eminem, like Tech 9 like Delama, like Chris Calico, like Brother Lynch, who, by the way, Eminem regards as one of his major influences. And if you know Eminem, you know Brother Lynch, definitely one of his major influences. You hear it in the music. Yo, so the best personalized lyric, I like to look at rappers' albums. And I like to see the most introspective lyrics. Something that goes far beyond the theme of the album and um, comes from the heart, I guess, of the artist. Something that they're rapping about that's personal, right? Something that Slug from Atmosphere would, like, shed tears about. It's easy. It's Lucky You, track three. Is this dude named Joy, Joyner Lucas. I don't recall too many dudes named Joyner. Cool name. He, uh, he spits flames on this whole thing, right? He's got his flow on. I don't know who he is, but I'm sure we're about to know. And this is great. This dude Eminem is doing that thing that Dr. Dre used to where he's like, I got an album, but you the star. Go get it. What can you do with it? Can you run with what I throw? And this dude Lucas does that. Joyner Lucas. Eminem says, 
I don't want a couple of Grammys, but I sold my soul to get them. Wasn't for the trophies, just a fucking recognition. What's the difference? I'm that cracker, bent the law, fuck the rules. Man, I used to risk it out, now I got too much to lose. I've been eating long enough, man, my stomach should be full. I just ate, licked the plate, my buffet, lucky me, fuck you think. Woo! Right? For me, that's probably the most personalized lyric, and it doesn't take a fine-tooth comb and a mic a magnifying glass to ever dig through Eminem's works and find something that's deeply personal. The man uses his music as a vehicle to expel whatever demons he's got. That's why people love him. I feel like he's telling you what the work is, what the art is right there, right? He explains why he's still relevant. He's still relevant because... He does rap for recognition in those past days, and that's why the quality of his sound went down. But also, he's trying to stick to what he knows, right? Which is hip-hop, which is just rapping the shit you know about. About Proof, his friend passing. About incorporating different styles, of music into one and letting people clown him for it. He's exploring himself artistically and any chance, guys, an artist in any genre, but especially hip hop for me, does more than just rap, lean, trap, chop up their beats, but actually explores himself artistically. Good things happen, right? Because bad rappers can't do that. They don't have the creativity to do it. So whenever a hip-hop artist tries to explore something different, right? Tries to do new shit. Um, and I mean, he doesn't... He insults Tyler, the creator. That guy does try to do different shit. Artistically, I, I don't know if it's genuine. But if you look at... You know, I'm thinking of Hobson right off the top. He tries to do different stuff artistically. I might hear uh, Lupe Fiasco or a futuristic definitely tries to push the mold artistically. Things like that I always welcome in hip-hop because it kind of proves to the mainstream at large in general that this music isn't ephemeral. Although the trends that do catch on certainly are just that trends and are highly ephemeral. At the heart of it, this stuff still speaks to something. It speaks to an artistry. It speaks to a grit. A grit. And the way that we kind of unearth that grit through poetry, guys. Overall, the shit just slaps. The production value is so high, it can't help but show off that the man in his 40s still has incredible skill. Right? And he does one better, not just one better, but maybe cosigns on what DMC will talked about on this YouTube video. I encourage you guys to go find it. I encourage you guys, and I will kind of post the link to that underneath the Podbean post for this uh, episode. But once you listen to it, and then you listen to this album, you hear a revolutionary voice. It's older dudes looking at the state of an art form that they fought to build that they were told is going to be ephemeral and they still believe in it and they hate seeing what they perceive as guys 
caring too much about feelings and drugs, partying and money, which is what they grew up thinking that hip hop was. Let's not say that it's from nowhere. They hate seeing that be dismantled brick by brick. And that's kind of what Eminem goes in on. And man, this dude, man, he goes at the neck of like 20 different people in these rhymes. In one song, I heard about four dudes he goes in on. He goes after the neck of like like six dudes in the first song. He goes after the trap style, but at the same time says he doesn't hate it. Right? And it makes me say fantastic. Because what I don't need is a rap master. I don't want a rap sensei retiring walking away with his black belt, with his coral black belt, hanging it up on the wall and saying, yeah, I did that. If you're the godfather of an art form and you still have things to say, you should say them and you should express them. And it might be an affront, not so much an affront, or it might step on a couple toes. But the truth is, for those younger rappers that are kind of being assholes <laughs> and not saying too much in their rhymes... And goes in on he goes in on mumble rapping. If you're mumble rapping and you're doing it just to mumble rap, just to copy styles, you should be offended. If that's actually the way that you're conveying messages in some way, you won't be offended. And this dude knows that. This Eminem knows that. And so he goes in relentlessly. Ah, it's not Sursa 2004 Eminem where he's talking about killing folks and doing some Brother Lynch stuff. Right, But he does it in the way that he does it Which is, hey, I'm older now I can fucking do whatever I can say these things You can get offended And, well, he just won't give a fuck The best lyric has to be from That song, Nothing Alike Right? Not alike He says Take my dick and put it at the tip at the minimal. I'm fucking these syllables. I lick, let them lick my genitals. I'm a fucking invincible, indefensible, despicable, difficult prick. A little bit unpredictable. I spit the formidable. That you're my, your bitches are fucking with the original. Consider me and Nickel identical, but not us. The only thing we have in common is I'm a dick and you suck. Otherwise, no one has nothing to do with the other. Comes close to skunk bug soldier Tongue shrub shoulder One month older Sponge mob colder Nun rug hoster Lug nut coaster Lung jug roaster Young thug poster Unplugged toaster And then the hook Right? That's how much we have in common Right? And he does this so well all the time And this is one of the things That Eminem has made a staple of From the beginning This is how you know An Eminem album From any other album because the things that he say and the beats he's rapping, usually crushing, on top of, they never match. He usually is making, he loves to make songs, let me say it this way. He loves to make his beat be something very catchy. And the words completely betray the tempo, the levity of the beat. He loves doing that. And this is something that Kendrick did a lot in Section 80. Where the words were dark, 
but the beat was super happy. You got you fist pumping and shit. But meanwhile, you listen to those lyrics, and it's dark and depraved. Here, all he's doing is saying, we're not alike, but he's rapping about the shit. He's copying the styles of people that rap today about that trap stuff, doing it the exact same style. And then at the end, he says, we're not alike. I love it. I love it. It's something of a masterclass when you have a veteran rapper who's done everything there is come out at the beginning of the second golden age of hip-hop, but does something differently. He rides for his genre, he rides for his culture, and he sticks around to teach this masterclass to everyone while serving up Everybody needs and loves about hip hop. This is Eminem shit. Alright, you guys, that's what we'll wrap. No pun intended. I will talk to you guys later. Please go out and check this one out if you love hip hop. Let me know what you think. Find me on Instagram and let me know what you think. Find me on Podbean. Have a great weekend, you guys. Cool.